watching podcast my name's rob howard and this week i'm joined by ian bruce and marcus hurley let's uh begin going through some of our top tv shows of 2017 then and yeah the, I, this has been jumping around a bit yeah uh i'm quite happy with this i think um i'll start with my number five which is uh, a show called patriot uh they're doing a second season of this soon it's on amazon and it's a really weird one. I covered it in some detail earlier in the year, um, but it came out kind of at the beginning of, uh, 20, of 2017 hmm. and was all about a CIA guy who was a bit of a stoner uh, folk singer um, who ended up in a very convoluted, crazy story uh, involving uh, terrorists and... Um, madness it was just it was just crazy and to, 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 it just had such a weird vibe to it uh, it's just just so unique and really quite unlike anything else so yeah number five that's like my uh, my shout out for a film that I uh, a, a show that I don't think too many people saw so that's my number five Patriot yeah once again my number five is oh difficult I still don't Go really then. know I'll tell you what makes a really good podcast is somebody thinking yeah. <laughs> well, if you, if I put the microphone it. close, you can hear the hamster wheel going round. <laughs> Listen, we're watching Marcus think. Okay. Well, I mean, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. My number five. Drum roll, please. Is American Gods. Okay. That was in my top five for a while. <clears throat> um. Why was it your number five then, Marcus? Because I just picked it. <laughs> no. <laughs> That'll do. Yeah, it's right, an right. eternal number five between three of them, and they were all very similar in my book. Um, <laughs> the thing that makes them all good for me makes it so bloody difficult to pick it and pin it down at number five. But American Gods, I just enjoyed it. Batshit crazy story. Wondered where it went, even though I read the book. Um, it was fun, and it was nice to see some of new gaming stuff translate to the screen without going full on Legion. Um, yeah, because I was worried it was going to lose itself and go mental, and then it kind of didn't. So I, I'm looking forward to more. Um, cool. Yeah, I'll leave it there. If anyone else has one of the other ones of my top five that pop up, I'll <coughs> pick it up then. Well, th I really think this could go so many different ways because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of stuff I thought was going to be in my top five isn't. So, um, yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's see how it goes. Uh, what you got, Ian? So, uh, uh, listener, before the podcast, uh, young Rob kindly provided us with a list of everything with which we could get stuff to, to say. He did the work for us, basically, and just provided a massive list of everything that came out in each of the years, which was extremely useful. It was editorialised, but... Sure, absolutely, you know. but it was a it was a handy reference list of hmm. things that's come out because I just thought you might not remember those. A lot of things have come out. <clears throat> However, as is our want, 
in many countries, it was primarily US based. In fact, it was just entirely US series. And there's no denying they produce some really excellent stuff. However, four of my five are going to be UK productions, just because, <laughs> you know, there's a thousand podcasts that deal with the US stuff. And I know a lot of it's going to appear. And my number one is a US show, US funded show. Um, but just to mix it up a bit and to remind people this homegrown shit as well, uh, my number five will be Broadchurch. Ooh. Which. That was season three, right? It was the with last the... season. I'd forgotten about that. With the most beautiful <laughs> final shots of anything like that for a while. It was just yeah. delightful. Um, it certainly wasn't as good as its previous two, and that's not to say the rest of my list is shit, but I like those characters. <laughs> hmm. I like how they tie things up. I like the supporting characters, um, and I thought it was a good kind of final reel, if you like, of that particular set of stories. So, yeah. yeah. It was interesting to see Ed, um, Lenny Henry <clears throat> in it, in a strange role. Um, yeah, as the kind not of not really going for the whole comedy role. It's the last time I saw him do something like that was um, Chef, I think, possibly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was quite interesting. It's a as a brief aside, if I may, um, there is a series called Hard Sun on BBC at the moment. Anybody watching that? No. Uh, nope. Uh, I've heard I've heard good things though. It, yeah, I'm kind of halfway through it, I think. Um, but that has Ashling B. Do you know Ashling B from Mock the Week and stuff? The Irish community. Comedian, oh, yeah, comedian. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's playing a serious role, and it is just she has done before, she's done little bits before, yeah. But she's she's got like a supporting role in this, uh, and it's just weird as fuck. Just that kind of remind the Lenny Henry thing, Lenny Henry thing reminded me of that. Why the hell okay. can't they do that, you know? Um, yeah, Stephen Merchant was Absolutely. in um, Logan, mm. yeah, yeah, in exactly. kind of a comedy role, but he wasn't. Uh, no, it yeah. was just a swan. He wasn't doing that. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I'll do my number four then, uh, which is Star Trek Discovery. Same here. And uh, <laughs> all right, cool synergy. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, basically, uh, this I was really skeptical about this, or I was worried because of all the tr- trouble they'd had with, like behind the scenes with. Uh, showrunners and stuff but i really really enjoyed it i thought uh, so far i'm still watching it now it's kind of gone a bit strange uh since the break um Mm. you know alternate dimensions and things um but uh i i think it's i think she's a really interesting leading role i think jason isaacs is awesome as the captain captain lorca um they've got a really interesting uh bunch of characters there um is it Saru? Yeah, Saru. Yeah, Saru. Yeah. Saru. Uh, Doug Jones playing another guy covered in prosthetics, but <laughs> I really like his character. He's kind of interesting, dangerous, but also um, like uh, uh, the way he, um, you know, he, he he's very sensitive to yeah. danger. Um, it's but, really strange. Yeah, I I, I, I realised his character reminded me of um, the Data character in the Next Gen. There's yeah, a certain parallel of. there. I mean, I was watching the other day and I realised that. So, yeah. But, um, no, no, go ahead, man. It's your number four as well. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I've, I, I, I think I've pretty much said all I need to say. I love the, I love the effects. Like, 
I think all that's really good. I guess it does lend itself a little bit to the new sort of Abrams lens flare stuff, mm. but it looks pretty solid. I like the way the the uh, Klingons are depicted. Um, yeah, and I like I like her whole setup. You know, being sort of of Klingon heritage, well not heritage, but upbringing. Uh, not Klingon Vulcan, sorry. Um, but yeah. yeah, I think I think it's a refreshing new take that isn't afraid, afraid to uh, throw in the odd curse word or hmm. um, subtle reference to things going on today like elon musk and stuff um, I, I think um, yeah i think yeah I, I agree i think it's i think it's going in a nice direction um yeah like i said i i'm a, i've been a long trekker for ages to be honest like since childhood yeah but i'm loving it as I'm was loving revealed it. when we came to review that yeah. well, i'm loving it that's the thing I, well back then i mean i i said i understood that there were some reasons why some people that can't engage a functional, rational brain would have an issue mm. with. Um, but I just wanted to see where it mm. went, and it went somewhere awesome, and I'm watching it, and I'm loving it. And I think it's it's cool. so good. I think it's better than the movies, and I think it's taken the good things from the movies and married them with some of the things from the series. So it's about characters and about the interactions, and also, you know, it's about possibly where the darker side of the federations come from from the way that isaacs acts as the captain because there's always been this element in you know prime traditional trek of a rogue part of the federation and this kind of shows how you know some decision makers you've got the whole squeaky clean part off and they're always reprimanding him but he's like no screw you it's my ship my rules i do what i want um yeah and it's lovely. And this, I'm coming back to it now. I mean, you were saying about the whole alternative dimensions. That is a massive nod back to an episode they did with um, the original series where they had the great Terran Empire and they basically crossed the dot. Oh, so this has come back. This, this is, is literally this like, been... yeah, they've got, they've, they've done. A, oh, I didn't realize. Yeah. But the funny thing was in the seven, in the sixties one, the only way, the way they had to show it was everyone had an evil goatee. <laughs> so you oh, had I Spock see. with like an evil goatee. Everyone goatee of evil. had like an evil goatee, and um, even the opening. <laughs> Look how sequ- evil yeah. I am! And even the opening sequence was different. It was like the planet Earth with a knife through it. So it kind oh, of right. ties back to that. So seeing that, it was like, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize it was total fan service. Yeah, yeah, no, no. This is what I mean. The fact that they've written it that well, and you're just thinking, whoa, it's going a bit curveball, but it's awesome. And they still managed to, to how, yeah. And they still managed to yeah. do that whole harking back to it. I just think the writers know exactly <laughs> what they're doing. I just, I'm looking forward to more. Yeah, I don't think there's a single uninteresting like character out of the main lot. No. Like they've all got lots going on, which makes it really compelling every week because there's a whole yeah. lot going on in that show. Well, well, anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. Ian, let's uh, let's stop boring you to death. <laughs> no, no, uh, what, no, what's what's what's, what's what's going on back in Blighty? Well. <laughs> In this little <laughs> island we like to call home, um, uh, this is pro- possibly a stretch for this year. I'm fairly sure this was this year. Certainly, some of this season, this this were in this year. Um, but I'm going to go for catastrophe. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yep. Um, I think that was. I think that was definitely some of it was this year. Yeah. So yeah. I think they were filming it last year when Carrie Fisher died. 
uh, and then it was kind of released yeah, in January. Yeah, it was right at the beginning of yeah, the year, I yeah. think, if I remember but right. I didn't watch it until, kind of, I think, the summer after a big work job, and I had some time free, and uh, I watched, I think this, that was the third season, I think. Something like uh, that, yeah. However many there have been, I watched all of them in a weekend. Um, because it's bittersweet and the kind of thing that I laugh so much, snot comes out of my nose and I can't breathe. Um, and the <laughs> yeah. next moment I'm kind of, Jesus, this is kind of real life, actually. Things happen like this in a horrible, horrible, oh, no, you poor people, uh, kind of way. Um, uh, yeah, I, it was it was wonderful. I really enjoyed it. <clears throat> it's really well written. She's great. He's great. Yeah, uh, yeah Carrie Fisher shows up as his mum. Um, and I think that was the last thing she ever did, because uh, yeah. that was after Star Wars. Um, but yeah, no, no, great show. I, I, I think I mainlined the first. I think the third season was on when I started watching it, and I, and I, and I sat through it with the Channel Four adverts, which get so nauseating when you're doing <clears> like <laughs> when you're binging it. It's like I've seen the same like car advert about twenty times. Yes, and those courses. crazy guys standing but, in the sun with the comedy. Uh, what's the with their beers and stuff? Oh, fuck off! <clears throat> was that the Foster's advert that had the personalised thing, which knew you, what your name was? Uh, it might have been. Yeah, there was a there was a Foster's ad uh, this year, I think, which said, "Here's a beer for you, Rob," and someone actually said my name, and it was like, <laughs> "What? <clears throat> That's some fucking Minority Report <laughs> shit going on there." <laughs> Considering you don't drink Foster's as well, double yeah. the insult. I know. I've, well, yeah, it was scary <clears throat> and offensive. Um, <laughs> all right, then. Cool, yeah, Catastrophe, oh. that's a great shout. Um, number three for me is The Crown, um, which uh, I pretty much binged over my extended uh, Christmas holiday not too long ago. But the reason it's uh, so high up for me is just the fact that Far aside from it being about the Queen, I'm I'm no royalist by any stretch. Um, I think they're all supremely well cast, though, and the writing's <coughs> sharp, and they're all brilliant, brilliant in it. Um, for the last time, actually, because they're changing all the cast next year. Mm. Uh, in fact, uh, from Broadchurch, Olivia Coleman will be replacing uh, the the act- actress Claire Foy, who plays <coughs> the Queen now, which I called ages ago and said would be a really good idea um i didn't uh catch that um what's her face who's married to tim burton helena Um, Helen, yeah yeah she's gonna be playing margaret so Uh, that's the the rumor anyway but they'll be leaking this throughout the whole year probably until they have to start actually filming it but anyway uh the thing that i loved about the crown is that um it tells some really obscure tales of uh history in the uh 19th 20th century yeah the 20th century uh so you get like a real cool uh history of england throughout um stuff that i just didn't know uh because Mm. i'm ignorant (laughs) um and um and also just the fact that each episode is about something and stands alone. Um, like, uh, I think we were watching it around my dad's one time. My sister was there and she was like, oh, I don't want to watch this. I'm like, I'm not going to know what happened before. And I'm like, well, it's kind of 
it doesn't really matter because it's all stuff that did happen. So, mm-hmm. um, and some shows don't even really focus on the royal family, but they, they obviously get involved because it, you know, they, they can't help but be involved in some of the sort of weightier movements yeah. of, of the last sort of few decades. And yeah, I, I just, I just think it's an absolutely lavish show. Like they, there's no expense spared. It's, I, I just, it's one of the few shows that can hold my complete attention and uh, just <clears throat> kill an hour in no time at all. Okay. So that's why it's so high up for me. Cool. Who, uh, Marcus, it's your turn, I believe. Uh, number three. My number three is um, a little known show called Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. Oh, I'm watching Season it two. right now. <laughs> I literally just watched an episode of this. Um, <laughs> Go on. I, 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 I only didn't... It's not even in inclusion for me because as far as I'm concerned, I didn't start watching it until this year. So, like, I'm a little bit behind. Yeah, possibly. But it... Oh, my God, it's it's fun. We just, we just wiped it out. We just absolutely mullered it. We sat down and we just... We, we have this habit of consuming shows like kids consume sugar um <laughs> which is no exactly it's like you know you put a tub of jelly beans in front of a child who loves jelly beans and that's us with a show that somehow hits the right beats we just won't stop watching it we'll do we'll easily do three four episodes around dinner I'll tell you what though, it's one of the few shows where I can watch two of them on my way home yeah. and normally I don't even do that because there's other shit I might do on my yeah. phone on the way home, but with that I can I can so easily get through it. And it's have, have you seen this? Ian? I haven't. This it's it's we have to explain to you what this is it's if we can. Weird. <laughs> it's it's basically it's based on a um, guy who did uh, Hitchhiker's Guide, Douglas Adams. He had this other series of books, and it's it, the idea is this character Dirk Gently. He's like this holistic detective. Where basically he doesn't investigate stuff. Stuff basically just happens, and he's just there. <laughs> so he'll be like, okay. "I figured it out," and you're all like, "Yeah, we know, you fucking idiot!" Obviously, like <laughs> it's all, it literally all falls together in front of him when he goes, <gasps> and then just like <laughs> puts it together and does the Ace Ventura explanation, and then we're like, "Yeah," and he yes. finds it. You just explained the last fifteen episodes. <laughs> well done. Well done. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but but it's really batshit. There's also a holistic assassin in it called Bart. Yeah. Who's actually played by uh, the guy who played Grimer Wormtongue in Lord of the Rings. Her, his daughter. Um, God knows why I know that, but Google. Um, and uh, yeah, she's like this uh, filthy-looking uh, woman who looks like she's never washed in her life. And, uh, but basically she just kills people and, and like, she can't be killed herself, but she just, you know, locks don't work on her, things like that. It's, it's really balmy, but it, it, honestly, like, if you just want to like, just watch stuff happen <laughs> for 40 minutes, like, it's pretty good. Like, it will take you to some places you didn't expect, yeah. oh, I guarantee and, you. And Elijah Wood's in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the fact he's... <laughs> He's in it, and he, like, goes out and promotes it, but his character is so, like, incidental. He's almost like you in it. Like, he's like your... I guess you're like... He's like your, um... The ambassador for you to get into the show, because I guess he's, like, the most normal person in it. But he... Sort of. But that's the thing. He's, he's like... 
yeah, he he's such a weird. He, I thought he was a guest appearance, and he would like naff off after episode two. But no, he he's sticks like the around. Most biggest he just name in it. Around and he's part of it and gets into the story and just weaves his way in. And in a minute now, you're thinking he's gonna pull out a ring and start climbing a mountain, but he doesn't. <laughs> <And> he just <laughs> he's he's very much. Uh, it's very much an ensemble. Uh, yeah. Oh, there are some. John Hanna is in the second season, and also oh, uh, who played K two S O in Star Wars? Uh, Alan, Alan Tudyk. Oh God, yeah. His, he's Ian, playing you need basically to watch a hitman. The first season, kind of. so you can get up to the second season. His character <laughs> yeah. in this season, we looked and we just literally did a double take, looked at each other, and went yay, <laughs> and then we heard him speak and act, and we went double yay. <laughs> he is he, is, he is awesome when he gets. When he's, uh, he was just going to uh, this hospital, and he basically gets told, yeah, we, we, we don't really care what you do with anyone else apart from the target. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just straps on a massive machine gun and wades in. It it's is, unreal, it is that well show. worth a watch, Ian. It's on Netflix. Um, yes, just it's catch a couple of episodes. It will pull you in, hopefully. Um, if not, give yeah, it they, time. They, um, but it's very, it feels very Douglas Adams. This is what, a lot this is of time what's strange about it. The... It does feel, even though it's Americanized, um, it does weirdly feel a bit. There, you can feel a bit of Red Dwarf, a bit of um, Hitchhikers in there yeah. somehow. A bit of Doctor in Who, its, maybe. In its weird, twisted core. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely. I would say it's definitely one of the better things to watch on Netflix. <laughs> the um, what was I going to say about it? They're coming for you, Ian. Sounded like a car had crashed outside. For you. <clears throat> <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah, that that that's. I, there was something else I was going to say about that show, but I've forgotten. Wine, hurrah! Um, <laughs> what's your number three, then, Ian? Uh, my number three, keeping it reasonably close to home, at least this side of the planet, anyway. Don't say Happy Valley. <laughs> is no, there wasn't a new season of that this year. If there was, it would have been in this list. What a beautiful show that is. Is The Trip to Spain. Oh, brilliant. <clears throat> Which I'm fairly sure was this year. It was also on Sky instead of wherever it was before. Yeah. They get it in movie form in the States, yes. I think. Yeah. But we, we get the extended six uh, three-hour over yeah. six episodes version. Uh, but yeah, no, I love, I love it this. Is, it is another thing that can make me blow so much snot out of my nose I start drowning in laughter um, yeah it's and uh, the locations are beautiful as well so it's a it's a really it's like going out with a, it's like going out with a couple of mates that you just go out to sit and watch them be dicks to each other <laughs> yeah. but still have like that kind of matey love about them as well which is nice. quite nice yeah yeah I've been getting a bit of that off the um, the comedians in cars getting coffee yeah yeah, because yeah. uh, because I know that's like it's it's always Seinfeld. Can you believe he's sixty one? That's mental. Who is it's Jerry Jerry Seinfeld? Sixty one. He's sixty one. The fuck out of town! What are you talking about? They mention it in one of the episodes. They're like, "How old are you?" And he's like, "I'm sixty one." And it's like, it's like, how do you look he's like 63. that? He's sixty like, three. He's sixty three. Oh well, yeah. So he's like, well, I've never done a work, day's work in my life. Is his answer? Yeah, that's so, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, no, the trip's awesome. Uh, yeah, I watched all of that. Lap that up. 
love it, love it. It's, it's just great. They that because the way they sort of because uh, even though they're like playing themselves, they sort of have this little through line of like uh, previous encounters and like he's got his son is like fictitious, I think yeah. as well, and and so they sort of they carry all of those little things yes. on. Whilst also doing <clears throat> their very best, like the, Roger Moore. They like the British version of. Um, <laughs> oh, God's sake. Who's the guy that. Matt LeBlanc in episodes. There was another season of episodes that came out this year oh, in yeah. the States. It hasn't been released over here yet. Oh, uh, really? But that will probably. The final one, season five, that will probably be on my list for, next, for this year. Um, cool. Yeah, but it's, it's, just, it's just stupid fun. Um, yeah. Okay, I'll do my number. T- I'll do my number two then, and uh, this is where we start getting into uh, treacherous territory. Oh, there's dragons. I'm sure, perhaps a little <laughs> bit of crossover because my number two is Game of Thrones. <clears throat> Ooh. And the, the only reason this isn't number one is because something even better is number one, um, which okay. you've probably got an idea of what it is based on me banging on. But anyway, number two is Game of Thrones. I think um, obviously. Uh, it was um, immensely gratifying in many ways, <coughs> problematic in some others. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't mind it too much. I understand the 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 constraints it's now under to kind of finish what was started as a very comprehensive set of books um, that have yet to be finished and probably never will be finished. Um, and this is how it's going to be. Everyone's going to remember at the end of it, you know, and. So they've kind of got to use the strengths of the medium to tell the best finale they can. And it paid off in all kinds of cool ways. Uh, I, I especially, as, as convoluted as it was, the whole march beyond the wall and stuff was just fantastic, having all those characters finally in one place. And, uh, yeah, tragic in some ways with the dragons, but just uber in others. I- and yeah, it's going to be a long 2018 I waiting still for it to can't return. believe that end scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just when you thought it was all over, and then you see the shot of the wall, yeah. and then you've got, um, oh, I can't remember his name, he who loves Brienne of Tarth. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, And you're like, oh, no. And you just think something horrible is going to happen because it left you with such an up, well, relatively upbeat feeling. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, God. And then you just see him looking and you see the armies and you kind of think, hang on, they've reached the wall. But that means, oh, shit. And then you hear the noise and then he just basically, yeah, I see your wall. I roll a double six and your wall is... I roll a 100. (laughs) God, it was so Dungeons and Dragons. It was ridiculous. I am a Dungeons and Dragons geek. I I still play it today. Um, I just... just, Just, just that whole thing was just. Oh, it was just. I'm, I'm actually going to have to watch that season again this yeah. year because I can't wait till 2019. Is it's it, going to be ridiculous. Where is it on um, your list, Marcus? It's actually my number one. Okay. Simply because every episode had me almost falling off the sofa. Um, it was just. In, it was crazy. It was insane. It was like watching a movie every week. Um, yeah. as part of a series, it was just. Yeah. I, the feeling we had years ago when we were saying, "I can't believe we're watching something like this on television." It took that, and it basically went, 
oh, you're you're impressed with that, are you? Um, I'm gonna just like take this football and boot it out of fucking park. <laughs> um, story had to suffer, of course, because in order to have the same impact, these episodes would have had to be about two hours long. Yeah, um, yeah. Maybe when it's remade oh in God. twenty years' time, that's what we'll get. I don't think it, I don't <laughs> think it can be remade. Two hour. I think oh. the only way that Game of Thrones could be remade is if they actually buy a small set of islands and reenact it in real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they they uh, you know, there's going to be all lots all manner of spin-offs and stuff. Yeah. Before that, so But yeah, but, it's, no, it's, I, it's I, my I, it's my it's my number one at the moment. Cool. Um, okay, uh, then. I I have that's my that's the equivalent this week as my Jedi was last week or next week, depending on which way they go out. You can edit that around <laughs> as you wish. Um, <clears throat> so Thrones is not on my list, but obviously best TV ever. But for mm. the sake of discussion and to annoy Rob when he's trying to figure out the top five of the year, <laughs> I have excluded <laughs> it for comedy value and to put other stuff in. So, yeah, Oh, in that case, The Last Jedi is our movie of the year then. But I, but it's not in my list. It's on. It's an, it's an exclusion. <clears throat> okay. All right. So yeah. It's okay. I'll, I'll just shut up. It's like saying. I'll shut up. It's like saying who likes chocolate. Everybody's going to go me. That's that is that is what's the the problem this year. Yeah, Jedi and Game of Thrones. It's not fair. Yeah. You know. And, like, and that's really why I've done but, it. But but I have I have included mine to emphasise how good my number one is. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, that's good as a reference point. Yeah. So that's why I had to include it because it wasn't as good. There was something better than that. Okay. So Game of Thrones so was your number two. That was two. my logic. Yes. Okay. Okay. So let's fill in the rest uh, of this then. So is, you've but... just done your number one. Let's do your number two then, uh, Ian, and then we'll go back to so Marcus. My line of two is probably going to be a bit weird, but I have blethered about it, blethered about it before. Um, it is. <clears throat> it is this year's season of Line of Duty. Okay, uh, this is one I've been trying to get to. Um, uh, the, they had the first two on Netflix, so I yeah I yeah I've heard it's quite. It good. is Go on, then. Uh, again. It's got it's got Neil Morrissey in it um, as a I'm going to say a bumbling detective, but that does him no favours. He's really very good at it. In it as a serious actor. <clears throat> um, this year's season had Tandy Newton as uh, which for me is a little bizarre, but. You know, she does an amazing job. It's no crazier than Gillian Anderson, I suppose, in the form and stuff. Um, but it, it's again, it's another one of those where I, I like the core team. Um, so it's a bit like Castle in that, yeah, they're doing just crazy shit. But I like, um, I can't even remember their characters now. Beckett and Castle and the other two, um, the other two <laughs> detectives from the precinct that... They're doing stuff. Oh, it, Ryan and Esposito. That's the thing. Thanks very much. Sorry to those people. Or Espo. Yes, that's that's what I was trying to But I like I the characters. I like the way it, it's quite... It can be quite convoluted, but not in a ridiculous... But you don't get to the end and go, well, that would never fucking happen. But, <laughs> but there, there are, there's the occasional leap. But I really like the actors, and it's well shot. And um, last season three was... Fucking the ending of that, Jesus Christ! Uh, but I, I really enjoyed this one as well. I thought it was really good. Um, mm. 
and just it's really my number two because Game of Thrones is not on the list for me, uh, and I like that the UK and the BBC are still producing this kind of thing to what I consider to be this kind of standard. So, I mean, they've always produced yeah. good cop stuff in the UK. Some episodes of The Bill were all right, but there's been other really great cop stuff in the UK as well. And like, this is kind of the best of what it is at the moment. Yeah. And it's certainly up... Would you say... Sorry, it's certainly up there for me for some of the European stuff, like uh, Spiral and uh, the Danish and... Uh, Scandinavian stuff, the bridge. Yeah. It's certainly on a par with that, um, which is great. Yeah. Is it like the British <clears throat> Shield sort of thing? Uh, is it? Or I know that's more about corruption and stuff. It, but mm, no. Would there be a better um, comparison? Um, or is it uniquely British? Well, it's, that's I, the thing. Some shows are different. It's like I remember a, a little-known show. I think it was in the 90s called Thief Takers and that was like a sort of police uh, sort of show and that was you couldn't really compare that to most other things because it was just its own thing it was really yeah. good really gritty police drama set in Britain in the UK in London as well um, and it was kind of reminding me of early spooks right. where you couldn't necessarily compare it as an American parallel Speaks, you kind of can. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, I, I can't really think of anything else that would be like even the American cop stuff. Um, but it's not. It's not really procedural. There's. It's like I can't remember. It's like eight or ten episodes or six or something. Hmm. But there isn't a murder of the week. It's all. It's a single thing over ten episodes. Yeah. So it's like Broadchurching that there's one thing that they're trying to do. Uh, and then yeah. he's figuring it out and stuff will happen in the last two and you'll go, ah, that's because of, ah, and that'll be, and yeah. it's very extremely twisty sometimes. Um, yeah, I, 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 can't, I don't know how to describe it. The first season, or there, there hasn't been a bad season of this. Uh, and then it doesn't feel like they've, they're repeating themselves either, which is kind of unusual. Mm. Um, I do think they should stop it at the next one. Although I think I've read that right. they, oh, we've got stuff we could do season six and seven. That, that might have been something else, which is okay, but the yeah. quality has to be maintained. Otherwise, you'll start diluting it and it will be how how Game of Thrones might be in the last, where it just becomes the thing that everybody talks about, like the ending of Dexter. Because let's not yeah, forget, forget that at least the, four, the first four seasons of Dexter were amazing television and everybody watched it, or a lot of people yeah. watched it. And then people started... This get, podcast was... The foundations of this podcast are based on the final moments Indeed, of Dexter. Yes. <laughs> yes. And from the ashes of fucking lumberjack despair. <laughs> uh, yeah. God. Yeah. Um, I can't believe um, I sat through all of that as well just to catch up and then be despaired yeah. also. <laughs> you mean the podcast we made? No, the show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. All those seasons, all that time, uh, gone to the winds. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. Eh? Oh, speaking What's of, your... um, speaking. Sorry, just quickly. Speaking of British shows, there's one I'm looking forward to: a new series of Luther. Mm-hmm. Idris has said he's oh, cool. on board, and I think writers are beginning to do that. But I, I did hear that. Hold that thought. Yep. we're going to do all that yep. after this. So, uh, yeah, hold that thought. What's your number two, Marcus? My number two is. Um, 
don't do it. Being a comic book guy, oh, I've gone for shit. a comic book sort of show. Um, right. Some say Which one he punishes it? those who prey on the innocent. Oh. And if you meet him in a dark alley, the flash of a skull is the last thing you'll see. He's known as the stick. No, he's the punisher. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Um, yeah, no, I that show. To be honest, I it wasn't what I was expecting. A, a lot of it was. It hit the beats really early on. I wanted I wanted the punisher to be fully realised, like an uber violent. Whenever he has to do a job, nothing gets in his way. Because that's who the Punisher is. He's once he's focused and someone has done some wrong, he becomes the Terminator, um, and that is pretty much the end of whatever his objective is until the next mission. He's almost like a a terrifying mercenary soldier, but no one has hired him. Um, I found this show to be pretty damn close. It's the closest thing I've ever seen to the comics. Um, I thought. I can't remember his name, but he's Shane from The Walking Dead. I thought his role as Frank Castle... Goggins? Goggins? Goggins or something, yeah. Yeah. I thought casting him um, as Frank Castle in season two of Daredevil did wonders for that season because the moment they wound down... John Bernthal. Yeah, that's it, yeah. yeah, Um, yeah. The the moment they wound down his story and the Electra arc took over, I think was the detriment of Daredevil season two. Um, yeah. In this show, he he's angry, he's violent, he's also human. He's also he also does the weird Luke Skywalker thing at the start, where he just wants to be left alone, um, <laughs> where people are talking to him and he's just sort of gone away. And it's kind of weird because the show picks up not where we expect mm-hmm. because we last see him where he has become the Punisher, and in this show takes place after he is exerted his revenge the story that we all know you know the people responsible necessarily for this he goes after people and he's almost wound down his war and then we see him where he's basically laid low and then there are ghosts from his past that tried to dig it up again and then he's called back in but i i i just found him really likable as a kind of character it was almost like this is a frank castle that was almost believable um you know, you could see he did military service. The story was wrapped around that, and that was the core behind it. It was about how he had these people, and they were essentially all that was left of his family. And then you find out how integrated they were. And every time you met a new character, you weren't sure which side they sat on, whether they were going to end up siding with him or joining against him. And I just I found it to be really intriguing. Again, it was almost like a western's pacing they introduced new characters and it was like a piece of theater you're not sure Mm. where it was going Mm. um some of it was god it was awful to watch like brutal awful he took serious beatings it was just ridiculous um well he dished it out as well oh he (laughs) yeah but that's the name of the game you can't be called the punisher and hit someone with a feather duster. Tickler. You know, yeah. it's <laughs> the French yeah. tickler. Oh, man. Some of it was, some of it was really, really... Um, some of I, it was really, really nasty. Without spoiling it, um, and to be honest, you should have watched it by now, I loved how the ending set up one of the main villains in the Punisher world. Um, yeah, without, that's what I'm specifically referring yeah, to with the nastiness. Without, without actually going all out and telling you, um, which I thought was yeah. great. 
as opposed to other shows that Marvel have put on, um, shall we say, a fist made from iron and some people that don't attack or defend. Um, I can't. That is my lowest ranking show of the year. I, I, I can't be bothered to actually say their names properly. That's how That's right. disappointed I am. Yeah. But anyway, Closely yeah. followed by Legion. Punisher <laughs> is my number two because I, I own... You know, I've read a few of the comic books. I wouldn't say I'm a massive fan and read all of the books, but I am personally more of a fan of the character. Um, I quite like an anti-hero, and essentially Punisher is probably how Batman is to you, Rob. It's that Maybe. feeling. I, I thought Punisher was good. Uh, to be honest, I forgot to rank it, but um, <laughs> uh, it's... it's uh, I. I I certainly enjoyed it more than Iron Fist and uh, the Defenders. And uh, I still thought it was a little ponderous in in the middle. Didn't maybe need to be as long. Yeah, it possibly was three episodes episodes, too long. Yeah, the payoff in the last sort of four or five episodes was definitely worth hanging around for. So, Hmm. yeah, I I thought it was pretty solid. Yeah, Not quite up there with Daredevil Season 1, though, or Jessica Jones Season 1. No, but Um, Jessica Jones still holds the top for me in terms of those Netflix shows. Yeah. All right. um, Okay, I'm just going to get to my number one then, uh, and my number one is Halt and Catch Fire. Jesus. Uh, Never heard of it. It appears you've all missed the best show of last year. You've never mentioned that before. Okay. All right, well, I'm just going to say Halt and Catch Fire... Uh, this show ended this year to no great fanfare um, after four seasons on AMC in the States. Uh, it's all on Amazon at the moment. But it basically uh, follows uh, the, uh, some sort of outsiders of the tech industry through like the 80s and early 90s. Kind of has a 15-year arc. Um, and uh, it stars Mackenzie Davis, who you might remember from a certain episode of black mirror that happened to be like my favorite thing of last year um and uh lee pace is there and um scoop mcnary uh and 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 so it's like there's a guy who's like a bit of a steve jobs guy there's a guy who's a bit of a computer builder there's this expert programmer who mackenzie davis plays um but the thing is over the course of that of that time you sort of I mean, for me, I, I grew up in the 80s uh, and I, I remember a lot of that technology hitting like the Commodore 64 and, uh, you know, the, the first Doom game, Mario, mm. all that stuff. It all gets referenced because the show does pivot almost in the way that a startup would into the realm of online uh, communities, online gaming, video games, the beginning of the Internet, which started off as a curated platform and was eventually usurped by algorithms. And just that whole spirit uh, I loved, because uh, it's something that I've carried with me subconsciously through my whole life, and uh, they tap into a lot of the 90s culture as well, which I'm probably a little more cognizant of. But just the the characters, the relationships, <laughs> the fact that they could say stuff with, without saying anything, and uh, it's truly heartbreaking when it gets to the like, last few episodes for reasons that I won't spoil. Um, but uh, it just made me sort of just totally made me 
rethink like what was fucking important in life to be honest and i think it's a tremendous feat also most badass uh credit sequence of a show ever (laughs) uh so yeah uh i would say if i have to champion this show it's my number one and uh it's the show that not a lot of people saw and i certainly discounted it i mean i I think I remember meaning to watch it years ago, like when it was on, and I just was just like, I've got too much to watch. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I guess finally my palate was, my plate was clean enough for me to uh, give it a go, and uh, I just fucking fell in love with it. It was, I, I think I did the whole thing in like two weeks because I just couldn't stop. Um, yeah. So that's my number one. Excellent choice, mate. Ian. What's yours? What 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 was the best show then? Well, it was obviously Black Mirror. Mm. Okay, <laughs> uh, interesting. Now there is an argument that says, "Oh, it's just like Game of Thrones; it's always going to be good." But it takes a risk every time it's on. There's, there is no guarantee that Black Mirror is going to be good every time you watch it. And while no. I think there might be some, it's all a bit samey this time, and that's okay. I found I could find no issues with any of the episodes this time, and the number four had the same effect to me as uh, San Junipero the year before. Um, and it was <clears throat> definitely that. I mean, I I almost thought. Sorry to interrupt, but the way that this season was structured was almost like a mirror to the last yeah. one. It was like a B sides, I thought, and that's why. Sorry, yeah, I'm inflecting my opinion. I'll Sorry, let you carry you, on. That's why what you, you broke up there. I thought this was B sides to the A oh, sides wow. okay. of last season, okay. and that's okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I thought they were all exceptional except for the first one, which I thought was a bit convoluted. But the others were little on the nose. Yeah, um, but the but really well done it, though, yeah. for what it was doing. The Jodie Foster one was great. Um, the yes, last one probably was favorite, a little bit cyclic, uh, but uh, <laughs> like three was really harrowing, like in the same way the other one was. Um, three was probably my favourite because it was so fucking dark. Christ. Um, yeah, and it's always a good reason to own it. Oh, I can't say that; it's a spoiler. Um, yeah, uh, it's yeah. I, I thought it was great. I, I found it hilarious that uh, just like weeks or like a week or so after seeing black mirror you have ces in vegas yeah and some of the gadgets they were showing in particular sony have this robot dog which i believe is an update of something they have had before that's only in japan but i've just it's like did they not see uh metalhead the episode metalhead which was like kind of about have you seen all these markers i haven't all oh, right, okay, we won't go into specifics that's then. That's all right, that's all right, I can imagine. The thing with the thing is, it is, it is a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get next, which <laughs> makes it incredibly compelling to binge. Um, but I also appreciated that even though uh, Charlie Brooker has gone on at length uh, to say that they aren't connected in any way, uh, the finale of yeah, this yeah. Uh, season really like suggests that. I really otherwise. like that. I thought that was lovely. Yeah. <laughs> It, it was a bit fan yeah. service, but I, I kind of like that they have the opportunity to do a bit of fan service. Um, well, yeah. And the other thing, I know we, you guys have spoken about uh, kind of what's the short form series stuff. <clears throat> um, 
anthologies. No, the, there's 12 episodes, or there's 16, or there's eight, and you yeah. kind of need to watch all of them in row. You need to watch all of them to go, yeah. hmm, I like that. But what I like about Black Mirror is you could, if you were <laughs> not slightly obsessive when you start watching it, just watch one of them. You could watch one a week. You could watch one now. You could watch one in two months. And, and yeah, yeah. In what universe would? No, no. But <laughs> I'll just watch one a month. No, That'll do. That'll do me until the obsession with it. Hits. <laughs> it's the kind of thing that you don't need to watch yeah. all at once. Obviously, I did watch all of them all at once. <laughs> with... <laughs> I, I started, did it in two I days. Four o'clock <laughs> in the afternoon, I think, and I'm still going so at midnight. Or what, something. what you've basically said is life is like a box of chocolates. And you have a massive sweet tooth. Yes, and that's I, I do for that because <clears throat> yeah, because I don't. If I got to episode two and I didn't like that, then I could try episode three because it's its own thing. Instead hmm. of with it, where it's yeah. a, a twenty-four season, a twenty-four episode season. When do I actually decide? Well, that's shit. I mean, even Luke Cage. I was quite near the end before I went. Holy fuck balls! Even a poo would be more rewarding than this. <laughs> Yeah, um, and, but that's much easier to do with anthology stuff. So, yeah, no, I, I totally, I, I, I have all kudos for you having this at number one. I remember last year when I did it, you were like, "You fucking git," <laughs> like because you guys yeah, come yeah. out. Um, so I'm making up for that. No, no, it, it is, it is brilliant, and uh, and and it's almost like, uh, it's almost like you've carpet bombed this by just. <laughs> Basically, having your number one as like six of the most original concept. You, sort you've of basically movies. just unzipped and smacked <laughs> us all in the face with it. That's yeah. what you've done. Well, <laughs> just, I'd have to get pretty close to actually yeah. doing that. But yeah, okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, I was going to do honourable mentions, uh, but. Uh, uh, your number one was going to be running quite late. Uh, my number one was. But I do have an honourable mention that I think is worth mentioning. Okay. And I think it Go possibly on, might be one of yours, Rob. <clears throat> A little right. German series called Dark. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This uh, this is in my top ten, and uh, yeah, go ahead. Crazy. Um, I was initially billed this um, as a German version of Stranger Things, but it was so much more. It's so weird. Um, I would say it's kind of like a mashup between Stranger Things, Fortitude, and I can't remember what else. Twin Peaks? Yeah, Twin Peaks. It all, it's all set in a yeah. little town, a little forest uh, German sort of village. And something's happened, and they mention the fact that there's a nuclear power station, and there's an incident that's happened. It starts off with a missing child, so immediately you think it's going to be a bit strange of things. Oh, this is just a German ripoff. And then it just does its own thing. It literally just doesn't give a fuck what you're thinking. It just goes off, and then you're just there being pulled along by the story and then it's just everything and then you you start to figure you start to piece bits of it together and figure it out and then it almost rewards you oh it's, like, it's hard it's hard some of it yeah because this takes place over three generations it's it's and it so they literally have to show you pictures of the three actors playing the three <laughs> things like just to keep <clears> you that, on board that, with but it but that's the thing at that point that was literally just um, an episode after we'd figured it out, so it's almost mm. like the show has gone. Well done. This is what you should have figured out by now. Yeah, because it, it all goes crazier from here on. <laughs> and then I would say, I, 
to sell it to you, Ian, I, I would say that it's I've kind watched, of... I've watched it. It's, it's on my list to catch up at some time. Yeah. yeah, it's like time travel in that kind of uh, that way that weird film was. Uh, I'm forgetting the, the name film. that you that you really like uh, by the. Um, it's like an indie movie. Climbers. That's it. So it's like that, like the snake eating its own yeah. tail yeah. a bit, hmm. and uh, but also it's got a bit of the Scandi noir about it. Yeah, that's yeah. Well. About it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's very cool. I. I I certainly was surprised, and I'm really glad that um, I didn't find out too much. Yeah. Before I started watching it, so yeah, yeah I, that's I cool. had, that was my moment of having to keep quiet. All I could do was pester you, Rob, into watching it. I was like, "You need to see yeah. it. I can't tell you anything about it. You just need to keep watching it." And then um, you just started messaging me, and I was like, "Yep, yep, totally." <laughs> yeah, I've only I've only got a couple of honourable mentions. Uh, yep. Ozark, yeah, we, that was, we, yeah, for obvious absolutely. reasons. Beautiful. Uh, Godless, which was uh, a limited western uh, that was uh, <clears throat> done by the writer of Logan, uh, so that's good. Um, brilliant uh, ensemble cast, and obviously, just because it took up a huge part of my life this year, uh, Twin Peaks: The Return, oh, wow. which was completely bonkers, and I don't know even know if it was any good or not, but uh, <laughs> it was kind of like. Uh, yeah, just turning up and not really knowing what the hell you were going to get each week. Um, but yeah, I also watched the entire original run of Twin Peaks in the run-up to that <laughs> uh, because I had some time off <laughs> over the summer. And uh, yeah, that was a, that was an experience. So I'm fully uh, I'm fully caught up with that. They're they're banging on about doing more, but I I can't honestly see it happening yeah. anytime soon. <laughs> and I don't even know if I want any more. <laughs> My God. <laughs> David Lynch, please fuck off. What are yours, Marcus? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, uh, I think that's, that was why Dark, um, Stranger Things 2, not quite as good as, didn't quite have the same feeling as the original series, but still enjoyable. Um, I had an honourable, honourable possible mentions, or maybe just continuing, Preacher. Didn't really go anywhere, but um, kind of enjoyed some of the episodes. Wish they'd gone further with others. I wish they'd stopped. I wish they hadn't stopped at another location and then nested. I yeah. wish they'd carried on. Hairstar was brilliantly well cast and the highlight of the season, in my opinion. And it's all set in New Orleans, which is a place I am very yeah. much intending to visit very soon. So um, I liked it for that. Also, Glow. Um, mm. That was a weird yeah. surprise. I quite enjoyed that. And um, I'm not sure if it was last year, but I think I started watching it last year. The Expanse. Which oh, yeah, yeah, reminded yeah. me of Space Above and Beyond um, in a weird sort of way. Space Babylon mixed with Babylon Five. I think there was a season. So I'm on season two of that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was two. I, I, I'm, I've watched two. Uh, I was, I watched that. I one think I that sick. might be a 2016 one, so it's probably excluded. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, when it was originally, yeah. when it originally came out. This has been the Not Watching Podcast in partnership with NotListening.co.uk, where you can also hear myself, Marcus, and Ian talk about video games and virtual reality on the Not Playing Podcast. And Adam, Ash, and Will talk about all manner of funny things on the Not Listening Podcast. You can email us at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet at or follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod. You can find the show notes for this show at notlistening.co.uk and if you're listening to us on iTunes, then please do give us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks for listening. See ya.
Cool. Oh. I want to yes. take a breath. Excellent. Jesus. Do <laughs> I am. Cool. I can't because I managed to drop my gut spectacularly in the middle of that. Oh, dear. So enjoy we that. Would never <laughs> We'd never have known. Good work. Well, we, we thought the green... Pissing ourselves. We thought the green <laughs> haze around you, Ian, was just a colour defect on your webcam. No, no. You have I'm to keep the evil out. That was my honest oh, dear. coughing. Um... <laughs>